Uh, I don't think he listened to the podcast, so I don't know if it mattered. He ain't gonna hear it, so it, but you know. Oh, I'm not. I'm not worried about him at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, we can bridge him in. I ain't. I'm not worried about him. <clears throat> Actually, I ain't worried about nobody. So fuck it. Hey boy, niggas, are, niggas done seen Shannon Sharp in 2020. Said fuck these niggas. Man, Shannon Sharp killed that uh, your boy, man. Fuck. That, that was. Like, a... Why? Well, I be like, no, you had to see me, but like that nigga don't want to see that nigga. Like, how? I couldn't uh, find it. Would it popped up on my phone where you said he needed to learn what blasphemous mean, and I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't figure out which group it was in to reply, but definitely, nigga, like it was nothing blasphemous <laughs> about what he said. <laughs> like you're fucking Orlando Scandrick. <laughs> Nigga said, that's why you sitting there with me. I said, oh, see, that's fucked up, Shannon. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what does that nigga have on this nigga? Like, nigga, it's me. Like, nigga, I see you get your ass whooped that one time. Like, no, like. He don't have nothing but the fact that he probably feels like he can whoop his ass. That and the fact that I'm a Hall of Famer. Because then even when he was like, so why are you sitting up here? He was like, 12 years. And he was like, did you play the whole year, though? And then he even killed that. Yeah, right. He could have let him slide at that point, but then he that like nigga, he twisted the knife. Like, I think mean, he got what I think he got what what said. Like he can whoop his ass. He better than him. Yeah. No, but you don't say that. Like he might have fucked Dre a little bit too. Nah, man. I think he fucked like, Dre. It's like that. It's like that nigga called him one day crying on the phone type thing. Like, <laughs> and he's like remember that. I can't, I can't play this shit, man. I can't. Like, nigga, it's nigga. Come on, man. It's me, nigga. You here with me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, I tell you, like, nigga, you sorry as fuck, and you know it. Yeah. So what you going to, I mean, what are you going to say, though? Because even on that level, Shannon is like a sweeter journalist than him. Like, nigga, I got my own show. I bet you like, want my show. Get star on my shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it really... He really don't have shit to fuck with Shannon on. That nigga's facial expressions were priceless, boy. He knew he, <laughs> he, he knew. He knew it was over. He was worried. That nigga looked hella De- hurt. Defeated. Uh, what you mean? What you mean? Let me Bruh, brother, that's, that's blasphemous. <laughs> like, seriously, bro? It's a ten thousand things this shit is. Blasphemous is not one. <laughs>
Welcome to With All Due Respect. This is Chef. As always, when listening to our podcast, be sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give us a like on SoundCloud. Ask to your library on Spotify. And check us out on the iHeartRadio app. Um, this is episode 90. Happy New Year, gentlemen. What with the white voice? What up? 5,000 North Side of Florida. It's your boy, J. Joe. Had to put a stick in the box. Woo! Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Right on. So, yeah, so obviously we've all been, we've been out for, um, you know, a couple of weeks for the holiday season. So, felt like it would be best to kind of like catch all up on, you know, what's going on with us. Uh, so, you know, how was everyone's holiday? Any highlights? Uh, any lowlights? You know what I'm saying? Got everything you want for Christmas? What's good? All righty then. Uh, had a good good holiday. Uh, holidays. Had a good went home to Tennessee for Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve. I just stayed at home, lit sage, uh, set Indian style with my crystals, and um, you know made my goals and my intentions to manifest in 2020. So, I mean, did y'all guys get any new crystals for Christmas? No. Did y'all want to talk about? I don't do I don't do all that personally, but you ain't get no crystals, dog. How you <laughs> no. survive? How you plan on surviving twenty twenty with no crystals, my nigga? <laughs> I got King Jesus, dog. Hey, you can have King Jesus and crystals. Got to keep your chakra straight in two thousand twenty, man. Nigga. Yeah, chakra straight. <laughs> can we get a dig dig yourself? There we go. Let's start it off. Do you the right way? So did yeah, you how like? How you gonna align your chakras? So you prayed and you meditated into the new year. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I did, and I prayed and meditated. But what I fucked up was, well, y'all know I'm new to this whole weed thing. So I got some weed from our, our resident uh, dealer, uh, Calvin. He was in Nashville. Shout out to uh, with the brown eyes, no snitching. Um, and he gave me some shit in a little jar. But he he like likes to give his name, so he gave me some shit in a jar. So I was like, hey, you know what? Let me try to like roll my second blunt I've ever rolled by myself. So I like rolled it up, and it didn't look very good. So I didn't think out it was gonna smoke very good. So I just like smoked, 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 smoked it. So it really helped with my meditation until I fell asleep, and then the Lord woke me up at eleven fifty nine, high shit, and then I tried to like get on my knees and pray. <laughs> <laughs> and shit. Well, I was like, man, Lord knows my heart. Like I literally was saying it out loud. Amen. It was like yelling it because I was so hot. Don't worry about me. When you go to sleep high, high, high and wake up high. Huh? It, what? When I said when you go to sleep high and wake up high, like I just that's, knew when I woke up I was gonna be straight. That's a blessing right there. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's it not. Is. It's definitely it's not. It was. I love waking up high. I don't. I, I mean, so it, it worked in. It worked in his case because. It was still the same day, but like if you like I gotta get up and do something in the morning, something you wake up high, no, that's not good at all. My roommate in college used to smoke like before everybody got up and I wake up high like every day. <laughs> shout out to that shout out to that nigga. Nigga was kind of niggas. But um holiday season was cool, man. I always enjoy anytime holiday I season. just get to take a uh take a load off and just chill. Um, 
my cousin got married on the first, so went to the wedding and saw some old faces I hadn't seen in a while, and just uh, kicked it. And that's how I was able to watch a little TV because I'll never get to do that either. <laughs> overall, it was cool. <clears throat> I was just kind of like finding that sweet spot of it's kind of like merging onto the highway because it's like okay, um what's going on at work or whatever. And I work remotely, so it's not like an office I have to go into or anything. So that uh, that little nuanced dance is kind of interesting. But I had a one-on-one with my manager yesterday, so we good to go. I've been like slowly uh, merging back into traffic. Yeah, I um, it was a good it was a good holiday. I mean, I think um, I think it it felt like forever though. Like I think towards the end, I was ready to go back to work, which is is weird. because it, it was just like you know me and my daughter, like mostly because my wife still had to go to work, so you know me and her chilling. I think we were starting to get on each other's nerves a little bit. So I think when we both was going to, I'll take her into school today. There was a, a twinkle in her eye. Uh, she seemed overjoyed about going to school. She didn't get no bad report. Like it was all sweet. Like we were just all like just really vibing with the whole let's be around our peers again. So it was a good look for that. Um, but the holiday itself was good. And the family came through for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Everyone got everything they wanted for Christmas, which is great. I even got everything I wanted, which was awesome. So, you know, I was really happy about that. That was like a, a really pleasant surprise. So, um, what did you yeah. want for Christmas? So, I just want, I got this watch. I want this um, watch from this particular watchmaker. It's a black owned watchmaker. Um, and I got it and it was, I was very happy to get it. So it was a good look. Do y'all buy Shout yourselves to- gifts for Christmas? <clears throat> Do we make ourselves gifts? Do y'all buy yourself a gift for Christmas? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's just good. I always do that. I mean, I, I mean, nothing big. Like I got myself like a t-shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I always get myself something. You're a trash self, friend. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> get myself anything for Christmas. Oh, I really like t-shirts. Hey. <clears throat> I might have picked myself up some while I was out. I honestly don't recall because I did my Christmas shopping in a couple of different phases. <clears throat> so. uh but I buy myself stuff kind of throughout the year when I see stuff or if it's something I think I'm interested in, I'll try to go find it or whatever. So it's not um, really a big deal per se if I got myself something for Christmas, but I got myself something. Sweet. Got myself two bottles of Blanton's and a Lego set, nigga. I got a Lego set. I heard Legos is like the wave now because it's like supposed to be like a stress reliever. It is, man. Especially like if you need to kill time and like if you don't have something to kill your time, you're going to like do bullshit or spend money like go on Amazon. Legos are great. So what'd you get? What kind of Legos? Oh, they got a Millennium Falcon uh, thing. Not the old one. That's like $800. The other one is like less than $800. Oh, so you got some expensive Legos. Some like bullshit in the Legos. Stay out of my pockets. Oh, my bad. <laughs> okay, so how was your rest of your holiday then? <laughs> no, it was cool, man. You know what I'm saying? You know I don't like to really talk about my holidays, man. I mean, I'm a regular guy, so we did regular shit. I'm just happy it's it's football season. College football, pro football, man. You know, off season's coming up. Patriots are out the fucking playoffs. 
Uh, Lamar Jackson is doing his fucking thing. All the coaches just got fired. They just got hired, man. I mean, for a sports fan, it's a it's a great time until basketball actually starts getting entertaining after uh, after February. Yeah, Probably. I put a uh, I put a few uh, wooden nickels on um, a parlay. I was glad to see the Patriots go down. That's the only game that I um that I think I won. I was because I was going for the gusto. I had also picked uh, what was that other game? It was another game that came close. The first overtime game. Oh, the um, Bills and the Bills. Yeah, yeah, I picked the Bills and like picked a couple of long shots, but definitely glad to see the Patriots go down. And uh, for whatever it's worth, I think Tennessee might be a problem because their team is built for this time of year. Like, you got a powerful ass running back that's just about to wear your ass down and bust one, like, late in the game. So they they built for playoff football. We got to bring the resident gambler on the show one day and teach people how to gamble and then lose their money. Yeah, that's a good idea because I was gonna I'm gonna have to ask you how you gambled on on your games because I'd love to be a part of that. I actually I won I won a lot this year. <laughs> actually, you, if, I mean, if y'all want to ask me, I mean, I, I you say you won a lot. I had no yeah. idea. I had no idea you was a gambler year. though. I had no yeah, they idea. got a sports yeah. book where you live, right? <laughs> They got everything nah, nah, nah. where you fucking live. They got everything but the sports book. Wow. Which is weird. That is weird. Because they have a casino. Yeah. We can't even do like um what's that shit with fantasy football? Um oh, Daily Fantasy. Like, daily fantasy. Yeah, Daily Fantasy. We can't even do that here. So that's but, where uh, that's where y'all that's where y'all draw the line? <laughs> At fantasy football daily exactly. fantasy. Exactly. Out of all the shit going on. <laughs> Nah, but you, I, I bet online, man, like sportsbetting.ag and shit like that. So I did. Oh, so I did they, they pay you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't need to try to say they don't pay Whoa, whoa. Like, hey, man, I'm telling you right now. Go, hey, man, we need to get one of them to sponsor us, man. Let's go reach out to them. Let's not give too many of their motherfucking names uh-huh. on here for free. But, uh. Nah, they'll pay you. Go, I, um, yeah, no, nah, yeah. I, I cashed out. The reason why I stopped using them is because, uh, like, every time my account would get flagged. Because they run it, they run your car in some kind of weird ass way. Yeah, because a lot, because so as somebody who's gotten their identity sold enough times, that's what a lot of people do immediately when they steal the cars because they can't get the money back. So they'll go mm-hmm. buy like bet on betting sites and shit like that. Because once the money's gone, the money's gone. It's hard to trace you. Anyway, going back to our uh, the holidays, what I did notice was holidays. It's probably right. What's TikTok isn't new, but, you know, it's more so for the kids. But I noticed, like, during the holidays, people got together and was fucking doing TikTok dance videos. And then it came to me that, like, black people have been doing TikTok their whole life just without a camera. Like, you would get with your cousins and shit and, like, make dance routines. Uh, shout out to my nigga Chauncey. That's back when, like, Kid and Play and shit was, was doing shit and Heavy D and the boys and shit. It also made me think about, like, mm, this is the first time I think that, like, white people, like, got together and started doing dance routines. was, like, now because of fucking TikTok. When, like, black people have been doing that shit, like, their whole life. I don't think, like, two white girls are, like, sitting in their living room, like, hey, let's make a dance routine to push it or some shit like that. I think this is, like, a whole new thing to them. 
And that's why it's like on the craze now. Yeah, I mean, because a decade, a decade ago they were eating shit out of a cup, so it's good to see that they're dancing now. <laughs> what is TikTok? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so TikTok, TikTok is an app where you've probably seen it where they have like music in the background and people like either either do like voiceovers or like short videos, kind of like. What was that shit that uh, Instagram stole and like shut down real Snapchat. fast? Snapchat. Mm-mm. No, 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 before Snapchat, it was like real fast videos. Oh, like, t- uh, oh. shit that was hard to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to talk about. I need to talk about that. I like Vine. 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 Come on. Yes. Yeah, Vine. It's Vine esque but longer. Uh, and you do either little videos, but most looks like most people are doing it to do little videos, dance videos, and shit, but. I was just thinking about like niggas been doing like dance routines with their cousins and their brothers and sisters and shit like forever, but now white people are on on that shit. Yeah, y'all do know that TikTok's like a Chinese Japanese company that's stealing your information, right? Everything stealing our information. Yeah, but I'd rather it be Americans than the goddamn Chinese. Yeah, I'd hell rather it be. I mean, I don't know what TikTok is, and I don't subscribe to it. I think so. <laughs> nigga sounds thought- like nigga daddy. Oh, no, I mean, I, was, I didn't know what it was. So for it. <laughs> Plus, I only like to post videos like that. So, I mean, you know, I did see the recurring video of the like the the white the white folks like like hella overreacting to something, and on one side it's like them overreacting, oh, yeah. and on the left side it's like niggas doing shit like um, seasoning their chicken or. Yeah, or like washing washing their um, legs and shit like that. So. <laughs> It was funny, like so I mean, I guess that was a TikTok thing. Um, but that was that's all I know about it. But yeah, we, we didn't dance that much over at my house. We just eating it, eating that shit. <laughs> Shit, I could see you and your family doing like a TikTok dance something. The funny thing is, so my <laughs> daughter, my the baby started dancing. Like all the children just start randomly just dancing. As the evening went on and on, but that's what my daughter and my nieces do. My daughter and my niece does, so they like to wild out. So that's normal. Um, but I think I I was on edibles the whole weekend, so I was on stuck a little bit. Comes back full circle. Oh, shout out! And didn't you, your your edible man came back? Shout out to him. Yeah, he did, and um, it was definitely a ghetto blessing. I appreciated him for being in my life again. And we talked about how much we missed each other. Pause. No, fuck that, man. Fuck that. It's 2020. He wasn't gay. You can miss another man. So it was cool, man. So he back in my life and we making things work. Um, I'm why staying. Did you, why so did round, of, round of applause. Why did, you, why did you get mad all of a sudden? I wasn't mad. I was you just was like, like, nah, fuck that. I'm like, nobody said nothing. I know. But I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to pause that because... I did miss that nigga, man. So that was more for me. You love that nigga. It's hard. That's all it is. Okay, so all right. More for you. Right. So the the end of the decade. We just saw the end of the 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 decade. decade. We're not gonna. Yeah, the decade. You know what I said? You tried attempt to the first time. Go ahead. So the decade ended. The the tens ended. So. We're not gonna do like a review, a, a, a decade in review, like every other podcast and blog and all that There's shit. Only one podcast, and you listen to it, right? So, but I would want to know from you all, like, as far as like the last okay. decade, how would you define it? Like, what would you, 
say the last decade was about. Like, I mean, I think everyone could kind of say certain things, align certain ideas and concepts to to decades past. What what would y'all say be the, I guess, from your, from your point of view, the best way to define the tens? I would say the rise of millennials. Um, pretty much. I mean, it's always been Gen X and whatever the fuck I am. I don't even know what generation I am in anymore. You're but, a millennial. Right. So later millennials, you know what I'm saying? Gen Z, whatever the fuck it is. So it's kind of the rise of their particular age group. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a much larger voice and people are kind of getting aggravated about like their new voice. And our generation is getting older. Gen X is getting older. Maybe boomers are old as fuck. So, I mean, it's just, it's just what it is, man. It's just, it's just, you're witnessing a culture shift. You know what I'm saying? Social media is only getting bigger. Um, people's like opinions on family, on friends and shit are changing. Like a lot changed in from 2010, 2019, but a lot didn't change. Like we didn't have a whole lot of like buildings and shit falling. Like we didn't have like, not like 2001 to 2009, 2000, 2009, but like a lot of things culturally shifted. You know what I'm saying? And I think like you're going to see even more of that, uh, in the next decade. Uh, let's see. This decade, I'd probably say opinionated and aware. Um, like I feel like we people started becoming more aware of just how we treat other people, uh, prejudices. I think people, you know, we found out that. Like people don't like to be called certain things, and maybe we've been referring to people the wrong way, and people have been self-aware, like, hey, maybe I'm a woman in a man's body, and I'm a man in a woman's body, and, you know, we just really have become aware of things, and how, you know, maybe some shit we were doing in the past was, I hate to use the term, because we're going to retire toxic in 2020, but really toxic behavior, uh, chauvinistic, uh, misogynistic, all types of shit we were doing. We probably shouldn't have been doing So I think we're aware of that. And with being aware comes opinions. So because men feel like they are in other women's body, everybody has an opinion on that. People have an opinion on if you should eat fucking, fucking dairy or fucking meat or fucking, everybody has a fucking opinion. And everybody thinks their fucking opinion matters when it really doesn't fucking matter. So I think if we had to categorize it in two words, I'd be aware and opinionated. And to, and to piggyback on what you just said, I think also the last decade was also the decade of women. I mean, even though there's a lot of work to be done, women definitely owned the fuck out of this past decade, I would say. Yeah, women and uh, the LGBTQ community. A+. a plus. And a plus, there's a plus at the end. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> it was a, like a big rise, I think, in their following and um, just like their basic rights because I'm reminded of uh, the baker that didn't want to make a cake for the gay wedding and some courthouses didn't want to do the ceremonies and all of that stuff, so made a lot of uh, progress on that front as well. And social media came a very long way um, in the last 10 years because you got to think, like, 
Y'all remember like when you had to have a college email address to get on Facebook? Yeah. And now that shit is just like a fucking free for all. Like maybe got fake pages and shit. Yep. <laughs> like you couldn't you couldn't literally do that before. But um it's it was interesting. A lot of stuff changed. Like if you think about where a lot of stuff is now, some of the stuff wasn't even on the map ten years ago. So it was it was a very uh rapidly progressive decade, I would say. What do you mean like as far as like infrastructure or what do you mean? Um, not so much infrastructure but just like I mean nerds. T V T V programming, social media stuff, um the arts. I mean, was mumble rap a thing ten years ago? No, probably not. Like and I have a hard time kinda of differentiating where stuff begins and ends but it's just a lot of stuff that wasn't on the map now we have it out there I feel like 2000 the 2010s went quick as fuck though maybe because niggas just getting older you know what I'm saying but like between 2000 and 2010 I feel like was felt longer than 2010 to 2020 like like you said like when did mumble raps Start, you know what I'm saying? And Bone Thugs I don't know. Well, what's Future's first album? <laughs> no, Bone Thugs started Mumbara. They started what? Well, hold on. First of all, you <laughs> eat no. nerds and drinking this bourbon. You need to be dick. <laughs> I remember, bro. You mumble rapid right now, nigga. I am a little bit. Yeah. I wake up and I see that my sister was already dressed. She said, I'm going to go get my stash. Watch my sister my check. Mr. Mailman. So I the mail and put it up in my pocket. See, that's not mumble no, rap. No, they weren't, they weren't mumble. No, it is mumble no. rap. It's mumble rap. It's just, you just got better harmonies than what the fuck they got now. They were articulating their words. Thank you. Uh, yeah. No, they wasn't. Everybody had to go fucking look at the Midwest. Book. The Midwest. There you go, chef. <laughs> Represent for the Midwest. But, but they did steal their staff on 3-6 Mafia. But go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so what, before I get into that, I think it's kind of related. Before I get into my answer, I think it's kind of related. So y'all saw the Juicy J article where he was talking about um, he wanted to apologize for getting everybody to get on lane and and do drugs and pop pills and shit. Right, I saw that I, shit. I heard that. I heard that. I'm like, my thing is Juicy J, you you doing just fine. Don't don't blame yourself. Don't you don't you beat up yourself, but. Um, <laughs> But you know, but you know, once you get old, once you get older, like you start like shit like that starts to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel like you're responsible for certain shit and you don't want to like go to the, I I don't want to say go to the grave, but like you don't want to go to the grave like with that shit like on your heart. Like you just want to be apologizing. My daddy be hella on that shit. Man, you remember when you were like eight, man? I'm like, what, nigga? I don't even remember that. But but them niggas been rapping about like cocaine since like 94, like doing hard drugs since 94. The devil and hard drugs. So, I mean, I can understand when like niggas, these young niggas start killing themselves uh, intentionally or unintentionally. I can like fuck with your spirit as an old ass nigga. Like, damn, did I contribute to this drug culture? I mean, the answer is yes. Absolutely, like, well, yeah. There's definitely oh, a nigga that yeah. did drugs because well, of the Well, not really. You know what? I don't want to blame him. Because uh, no, when they were talking about drugs, like, niggas was just having fun in the club. It, it was, was like, fun. Yeah. Niggas, niggas wasn't really doing that shit because they rapped about it. But these young niggas, like, I don't know. What do they have to be sad about? That's what I understand with these young, this young generation, like, 
they all in their feelings, man. I was just thinking about like um, somebody was telling me about the past episode and about how still talking about this whole superhead, how she she didn't do all she wasn't doing all this shit. Like it wasn't anything special to them. I'm thinking like, oh, like y'all just don't realize like she was the Rosa Parks of like sucking dick. Like yeah, right. Tiana Trump like you know like she just Superhead walk so Tiana Trump could like run. You know what dick. I'm saying? Like yeah. she started to like the like I said the the pepper grinder and the gawk gawk five thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like she started that shit. Now looking back on it, you're like, oh nigga, that wasn't all that. But I'm just thinking these millennials like. You're getting that type of head off rip now. That's yeah. ninth grade fucking p- par for the course head now. Niggas, when I was young, had to beg for head. And then she'd be like, oh, I really don't know how to do this. And like, like kiss it and literally like blow on it and do all types of stupid shit yeah. so she wouldn't look like she was a freak. But now, like, chicks, like, okay, no, I'll suck a dick like, like nobody's business. Like, y'all. They do it so like good they don't head. even want it. Nigga, like, chicks are, like, kissing other chicks. Like, y'all can have unlimited threesomes. Like, the war- world is your fucking oyster. And what? Y'all niggas doing perks and killing yourself. Right. Why? Nigga, why? Yeah. People are definitely way more, like, live with shit. Uh, people are much more sexually free and Right. Uh, stuff that people try to be discreet about. Like you said, they just put that shit on front street. Like, yeah, I suck the pop pills and do anal. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> all the shit that he used to kind of be taboo. Yeah. Like, it's just no going hard. So, I don't know, man. Niggas, I mean, niggas living life too early. I mean, I think people are trying to rush to live life too early. It goes back to the, I don't know if we had the conversation. About the Santa Claus shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, parents just like, I don't want a lot of my kids and all of this. I want my kids to know the truth, and I want my kids to be woke and all of that type of shit. But your kids grow up too fast. They, exactly. like, start, like, living like a fucking adult at, like, 8 o'clock. I mean, not 8 o'clock, 8 years old, like, learning about sex and shit <laughs> like that. And, like, they only grow up that fast, so when they get to be fucking 16, they think they know everything, and, like, they're depressed. You done told them that life is fucked up, they gotta go get a job in two years, like, the shit is just all fucked up. But we didn't have that shit. We just, man, we was about to just ride the shit till the wheels fall off. I mean, it was totally different the way the raising was done. But these niggas don't have to deal with the crack ep- epidemic. They you don't know, have like, like epidemic is their crack ep- epidemic. It, but it's different. You're not look, scared of look. opioid heads. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, you couldn't walk to like at one point I could walk to the fucking corner store and then crack hit and then it was junkies. <laughs> Everywhere robbing little kids for quarters. Like, no. Like, crackheads are uh, way different. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody. Uh, like, they didn't have crack. They didn't have AIDS. Like, when nobody even knew what AIDS, niggas was just dying. It wasn't even AIDS yet. Like, niggas just, I don't know. The nigga just fucked no girl and the nigga just died. Or just getting killed for your shit. Like, just, I got a nice jacket on for Christmas and now that nigga's dead. Like, two days after Christmas. Like, they don't, have, they don't have none of that shit. So to me, they don't have no reason to be fucking sad. You know what I'm saying? But, well, that that requires interacting with people. So I I think for this this past decade, I think this I think this is the decade when people kind of like dis- dissociated themselves from reality. So between the the fact that you have social media 
and you just can kind of just be in your phone all day as opposed to like meeting people and building relationships. You create your own world, which is filled with could be filled with good things, but it's mostly also filled with your anxieties uh, and your fears because you you're working all you're all in your head. You're not really building relationships with folks and talking to folks and and having relationships. So you build you build a persona. And 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 it's like an avatar of yourself, and you and you run with that. And I think that's a part of the reason why motherfuckers is so fucking crazy, and they pop pills and do all this shit because they don't know how to deal with reality as it is. Like I think, I think life is a beautiful thing, and, I, and a lot of these kids is taking these pills and doing all this shit and making sad music because I don't think they they've taken time to embrace reality. Like I remember very distinctly the two thousands because like obviously we were in college for most of it, but Hell, that shit was fun. Like it was just a a fun time. We we didn't have like we we still t- talk about like moments that we we glad we didn't have phones every fucking where where niggas just videotaped every every fucking like experience that we had because we were living in the moment. I almost think that's why everything felt like it took forever because we were just there and living it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's and I mm, I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. Huh? Let's not gloss over that. You might have touched on something. That okay. is true. That's what she said. So between, <laughs> so we're not growing up in 2020. I see. <laughs> no, really. Like the more you don't live life, the faster life is gonna go. So yeah. those long day experiences where you didn't have that phone, it felt like a full however many hours you were awake. But now that you're on your phone half the time. Like fuck, you go to work or whatever you're doing, you on your phone half the time. Then it's time, you know, you eat lunch, then you're on your phone some fucking more. And next time you know you're at home, and then you're on your phone some more. So, like, really, how much of the day are we really experiencing? And that's probably why shit has, man, chef, bless your heart. It should been on my mind for a while. No, I'm sober, <laughs> but I've been thinking about this for a while because. I was trying to understand the difference between that time and this past decade. And a lot of this past decade, decade I would associate with me growing up as a, as a grown up because a lot of shit happened in the decade. So beginning of the decade, I, I started dating my wife. I got married. I had a kid. I got married. I bought a house. Um, uh, I started, I had to tend to my parents father died like so all this all these major life events clopped up into one decade and i think that's probably i mean that's what you do in your 30s i guess grow up fast huh (laughs) you grow up fast in your 30s you grow up fast as fuck right that's what i'm saying so uh, and and all those life experiences kind of come together crash together into one thing you know what i'm saying so it did go by fast but then it was all the other stuff that you're dealing with, like, throughout the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think even having this podcast was just a way, it was a great way to kind of slow things down, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't really have the opportunity to kind of talk about what what's going on in a way that's kind of like where you could think through it because everything's kind of just whirring, whizzing past you. Yeah. Right. And I think that goes back to why niggas appreciate the homecomings and, mm-hmm. you know, line anniversaries or whatever you do because I think it slows 
that down and you appreciate it because everything else is just like you said, wasn't passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. So I feel like, okay, this kind of leads to the next thing. What? So what do you think are? I think it's like two, just a two party. Like, what do you think is going to be different in this decade? And what are like, uh, what's the word? Sorry, your bold predictions for twenty twenty. I think it's going to be more of the same. I think like the curve, the curve of change hasn't changed, man. Like we're still going at the, we're still changing at the same rate of speed that we did in the last decade. Like. The Trump shit is getting crazier and crazier day after day. And the thing is, we don't even know what the fuck American politics is going to look like after Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's not going anywhere. Like, the student loan crisis, that shit is not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of things, a lot of things are going to remain the same, but they're going to change drastically in 2020. And I think we're going to see a lot of the dams break. Like, we got a lot of, like, warning lights right now in the last decade. Like, oh, climate change this and climate change that and student loans and mental health and all this type of shit. I think in the next decade, I don't know, the 20s or whatever it is, I think we're going to see a lot more dams break based off the warnings that we got in the last decade. I think um, for 2020 and beyond, it's about to really show who's been putting in the work that they claim they've been putting in from the previous decade. Because, like, Chef, you mentioned, like, I got married, had a kid, bought a house, all this stuff. So you are trending upwards. And, you know, people talk about getting out of debt and all of this kind of stuff. So right now, you know, barring something unforeseen, everybody should kind of be hitting a stride. And so if you get into the 20s and then you're still – stuck in neutral or same status quo, then it's like you really haven't been putting in the work. Like, um, you know, like building your credit and people talk about all this stuff, building wealth and buying the block and all of that stuff. Like, I think now everybody should be in a position to start manifesting some of those things if you really have been putting in the work all along like you said. Cause at, cause at the end of the twenties, we gonna be fifty damn year fifty. Like you, if you ain't got that shit together by then, boy, you fucking around. Yeah, because that's um, <clears throat> like so. My mom retired like two or three years ago, and my dad just retired uh, at the end of last year, twenty nineteen. And I'm kind of getting a firsthand view of what you need and kind of how to have everything set up. Like my personal belief has been for a while since I've been working, the number one thing you need to do in retirement in order to make it work is have your housing costs, you know, taken care of, paid off, whatever, however you want to frame it up. Because most of us, whatever pension, if you were fortunate enough to get on the job with a pension of 401k or Roth IRA, whatever you got, um, it's not going to be enough to sustain a housing payment of a thousand plus dollars a month plus whatever other stuff you know that you got going on a car or utilities or you want to travel and you know enjoy enjoy your time and whatever. So um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to you know make sure move toward that end like 
when it gets to a point where I can retire, I think I want to retire, I'll have the majority of the heavy lifting done. But that starts now. Like, you can't expect to just hit the lottery or something and make up for 20 years of bad decisions. Yeah. Like, you got to put the work in ahead of time. Uh, all right. I think, like, how this last um, decade was um, ran by the women. I think this decade we're gonna see a lot of black, black uh, appreciation and black people kind kind of coming into their own. Um, I mean, we've kind of seen blackness trending up uh, as far as black people being more aware. Uh, black people um, like what um, Five Thousand said, like getting their shit together. Um, firsthand, I, some guys who I knew in high school, you know, they 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 own Slimming Huskies. You know, a piece of place started in Nashville, moved to Atlanta. I think they got one in Memphis, and they have two in Atlanta now. Like, pretty soon they're gonna be everywhere. But it's a lot of people who I know just have fucking juice bars, fucking smoothie kings and shit like that just franchises and just just kind of coming into their own so i think within this next 10 years that we're gonna see how uh start reaping what they've been sowing and i think that with with a combination of us being aware that we have to take care of our own and us having a little bit more money in our pockets that we can teach our nephews, nieces, sons, daughters what they should be doing so that they don't have to learn the shit on their own so I think that black people are going to have a little bit of a come up in these next 10 years, that's my my bold prediction and this podcast is going to go number one that too, so Boom. you heard it first I didn't even think about Sun Huskies, that would be a great franchise but anyway man, I like, I like Sun Huskies stuff so. you got to do something Whatever, uh, whatever you think. And I had looked uh, recently. I came across this uh, property. It was like dirt cheap. <laughs> I rode by there. That shit was in the hood. Hood like <laughs> motherfuckers was sitting on milk crates drinking <laughs> brews and shit. When I rode by, but I'm like, all right, I can still work around that. <clears throat> I was thinking about um, I wanted little ice vendors. Uh, twice the ice is one where you basically go, you put your money in, and it. Uh, drops out like a big ass 20 pound bag of ice for like two dollars so this property would have been like perfect for that but i i didn't end up moving on it and i'm sure this shit is probably still available because if anybody else is doing a due diligence and roll by like you probably i mean you just wouldn't want to fuck with it and then right after that it was like a couple of shootings over there all that stuff so um but that's the thing, like, you got to just keep researching and hopefully you find something that clicks or works for you. So right. That's when you should buy it, when them shootings come. Like, uh, little house, we sold my grandmother's house, right? It's like 780 square feet, bedroom, one bath. That's it. It's on the market now. I went home for Christmas. We rolled past it to see if anybody's living in it. It's on the market now for two hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars. This is a seven hundred and eighty square feet, like Nashville's 
stupid now. We still have niggas living next door, like you said, like pit bull running around in the front yard, <laughs> uh, bullshit uh, on the front porch, not even in the back porch. But hey, man, I mean, real estate. All the tech that, companies man? moving to Nashville now. It's like the place yeah. to be. Yeah. So we all need to buy some shit in Detroit before yeah. it blow back up. But anyway. But I agree with Wood uh, Wood's point as far as like like the chickens kind of coming home to roost. That the, that's how I would phrase it, not to be a negative n- Nelly, but um, negative nigga, whatever. So <laughs> I feel like it's like a situation where, like you said, like a lot of the things that we've been warned about for the past fifteen to twenty years is starting to come to fruition. Like I mean. There's a huge fucking fire in Australia that will not go away, which that dwarfs any of the wildfires that happened in California or Brazil. It's so bad it's building its own storm system to make more fires. Like, that shit's scary as fuck. Yeah. And that shit was man-made. That's not getting into that. Oh, no. Wait, was it? Yeah, man. You You gotta read. Read about it. But um, yeah, they they set that shit on fire on purpose. Um, but it's really sad. Like as much as kangaroos are assholes in real life, like I don't want to see like a burnt kangaroo and like a burnt koala nigga. If that doesn't like tug at your fucking heartstrings, nigga, I don't know what does. Um, so yeah, that that all. Awesome. And though Australians are notoriously racist, fuck people. Um, not the Aborigines, uh, which are black people, but. They're really racist in Australia, if anybody's ever been there. Uh, but again, you don't want the whole fucking continent slash country to burn. <laughs> True. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah, so things like that, I mean, uh, we're about to get into it, but like wars and shit. Like, I just feel like, I feel like we're in a, in a time where shit, like, unless people kind of shift their mindset to being more action oriented. Which I think kind of dwindled away because of all the bullshit, all the social media, and all the detachment. So I feel like people need to be. I'm I'm hoping that's what's gonna happen. I think what is gonna happen, unfortunately, is niggas gonna have to be scared a little bit to kind of spark any sort of action. Uh, but I feel like that's gonna be a big part of what's gonna be happening in this decade. So I feel like people are gonna start making moves. I think it's gonna be a good decade to be black. I definitely agree with that part too. Um, I, I I'm I'm positive in that respect, but there's there's just a lot going on. Is yeah, I think yeah, some shit some shit's gonna go down, but like black people are resilient, so I think that's why it's gonna be good to be black because I mean we kind of th- used to bullshit. When you think about it, two thousand and what is it, two thousand and ten to two thousand twenty was a relatively peaceful fucking decade. Like yeah, well, I mean some shit was fucked up, but like didn't a whole lot go on in them ten years. Not like the previous decades, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no 9-11 in, in them years, you know what I'm saying? There's no plague, there's no fucking epidemic, you know what I'm saying? It was just, I mean, the shit fucked up, but it is Swan what it is. So. flu. That's, yeah, nowhere near fucking... The lettuce was, the lettuce was fucked up. The lettuce was fucked up. Nobody give a fuck about the <laughs> lettuce, like... <laughs> and now, you know what's funny? Like, when that shit went down, like, the lettuce was fucked up, like, niggas didn't give a fuck. Like, I go to fucking Wendy's, be like, yeah, just leave the lettuce off my shit. They got that way. They go, right. fucking right. vegetables on my beef, bitch. You know what I mean? 
I do eat vegetables, so but go ahead. Sorry. And there's no nutritional value in iceberg lettuce. Really? Zero. No. So it's like zeros across the board on the nutrition facts? Yeah. I thought it Did had negative calories. Something. So is that good or is that bad? Zeros across the board. I think it's just like a source of water. I mean, because didn't you see yeah, here's that video of the people in China making fake lettuce out of some bullshit? I've seen that. What they make but, that shit out of? I don't know. Audio personal information they but collect even, off of TikTok. Right. TikTok info. But yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, I guess it's I guess it's nothing. It's got to be but fiber or something. It's got to be fiber, right? Zero, bro. Google it. Somebody. It's, it's got to be something. It's matter. Like, it's got to be fucking something. You're consuming it. Okay. Now, now I'm going to fucking bro. look it up. So, part right. of me, there will be no sound effects for the, for the podcast. For the it's episode. been no sound effects thus far anyway. So, right. yeah. basically, we just go keep going. Anyway, where we headed? <laughs> to war? We, we had no war. Mm. Um, so, uh, another thing that happened over the holidays, Shit. as we all know, is... What? What? It's literally fucking zeros across. It's one calorie. <laughs> so, amount per one leaf. Right. One calorie per one leaf. Z- goose eggs on fat. Goose eggs on cholesterol. One milligram of sodium. 11 milligrams of potassium. 0.2 grams of fucking carbohydrates. And 0.1 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. Nigga, there's more fucking nutrition facts in rainwater than this shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just useless. It's just there for decoration. Wow. So why did they say eat? Oh, I guess, okay. So but like I romaine got, lettuce and like, yeah. you know, they yeah, have like romaine the, mix, the spring mix. Yeah, I get the spring mix. I just get the spring mix. What's in the spring mix? You don't I even know. Huh? You just know it says spring mix on the back. Spinach, uh, arugula. They have a little arugula in there. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know they make uh, arugula mashed potatoes. Uh, no, thank you. Google mashed potatoes. How that work? Hey, man, I don't know how it works. Um, that's just what the paleo people are gonna feed me. So, hey, are you doing paleo this year? I'm back on paleo, man. Oh, that's man. why. I, that's why I'm extra aggy bless, and short. Bless your heart. Yeah. Bless your heart. Them, them nerds you eat, eating are not on paleo. That they, they, they are not. You. They absolutely are not. They absolutely are not. <laughs> hey, you're fucking it up. All that bourbon you drinking to chase it. Ah, oh, the bourbon. The bourbon's all right because it's straight bourbon. Still has sugar in it. Something's going. Anyway, so in. we're going to war. Huh? What yeah. Is good. So I saw an interesting. Absolutely nothing. I saw an interesting way they described it on uh, Instagram, which is always a great source for for news. But um, they said basically what happened was uh, the U.S. Um, killed. Iran's OG, and now niggas got a ride for him. I think that's a, a quick and dirty way to describe what happened. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like they, that nigga was really revered in his country. It's like if a motherfucker just came back here and like killed Obama, <laughs> like niggas would be around here like crying and shit. Like their like head leader was like like fucking crying in front of a group of. Men, and then once that nigga started crying, like it was like a black funeral, like everybody started crying. And that's um, when they start getting mad, right? Niggas, niggas don't like to cry. Like you ever <laughs> seen a nigga cry? 
Like, a nigga instantly, it goes from, like, sad to mad. Like, niggas trying to fight this shit back. There so, are zero There are zero grams of carbohydrates in a uh, one, no, I'm sorry, two ounces of Michter's rye bourbon. You know you're uh, our political analyst, so I was hoping you was paying attention to what we were saying. I'm oh, sorry, what are we talking <laughs> about? And that, and that, that, that tried to prove me wrong. What are we talking right. about? Nigga, definitely our war correspondent. Right. Like, nigga, we have all, so many questions to ask you. What's you the fucking question? What's that prove me wrong? What's uh, the Matthew question? Johnson set the table for the layup. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> just went out of bounds. <laughs> What's the question? Who we at war with? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! So we killed, we killed they nigga, and now they got to do some shit to us. But I mean, I fuck with them saying like basically since we keep it in like street terms, like look, we keeping it like rules. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna shoot y'all up, kill nobody by church. We ain't gonna kill no <laughs> no women and no kids. Like they want to keep that shit gutter. They're like, look, not gutter gangster. You know, we're not trying to kill, like, just random-ass, innocent Americans. Like, we play by the fucking rules, you know what I'm saying? You kill one of ours, we kill one of yours type shit. So, that's what they own. And today, uh, they did a missile strike at, what was it? Um, yeah, they did two. They did two rounds of it, actually. Yeah, yeah they did. At, um, uh, There's a base, a, a base in Iraq that houses uh, U.S. troops. Do we have a... Fatality count at no, all? No casualties. Last I, I checked. I saw something that said, um, the last said they like they had the twenty or something like it was a, a relatively low number, but that I don't know, man. It'd be so hard to keep up what's real and what's not. But I heard so tell. I mean, maybe it's maybe this is made up too. But then I saw something saying that. If the U.S. retaliates, they're going to blow up Dubai. I mean, I know there's jokes there. Uh, I'm going to nah, leave them on gonna, the table. Gonna, but They're not going to blow up Dubai because there's, there's, the there's Saudi money in Dubai. So that's why they're going to fuck up Dubai. That's why they're not. Well, they're not, not going to fuck up Dubai. No, 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 no. no. Well, Iran's not going to fuck up. Dubai because there's Saudi Arabia money and the Saudis don't give a fuck. They're gonna go ape shit too, and the U.S. is gonna jump in, and the U.S. is gonna fuck up Dubai because of course there's Saudi money. Like you don't like you don't fuck up the money. Like that's rule number one. That's just some bullshit you don't want to do. There's a whole lot of money in Dubai from multiple different countries. Like to fuck that shit right. up would just it's, it's it's gonna be bad for business. And Iraq is actually playing this shit kind of smart because they're alienating. Well, they're not alienating us. We're doing a good job of alienating ourselves from the rest of our allies. The Iraqis, I'm sorry, the, the Iranians are just giving us enough opportunity to fuck ourselves because right now we're not doing a good job of managing the fucking situation. The people are mad. The Americans are mad because we don't know what the fuck is going on. Our allies are mad because they're like, this is bullshit. We don't want to go to war with the Iranians. The Iraqis want to kick us out the country. And even Saudi Arabia is like, hey man, chill. What the fuck are you doing? So right now we're just not in a very good position. Uh, position of strength. Yeah, that's that's real. I so I mean, hopefully that's, that's probably just some made up bullshit. So, um, so what do you think is the next move? And do you think there's gonna be a retaliation because that's just normal rules of engagement, or what do you, what do you what do you expect? No, hold on, before, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go to that, let's back up. I I got a question. 
Do you believe what the president said as far as the intelligence goes? Like, we had credible threats that he was about to fuck some shit up, so we had to get him first. Do you believe that at all? I, I, I don't I don't believe that, because typically in the past, first off, if he would have followed the process correctly. I mean, there are people on the, the House you know, Intelligence Committee and shit like that. There are Senate people that are in those briefings. There are people that are around the IC that know when there is intelligence that makes us go in a particular direction to have to blow some shit up. So mm-hmm. for this to happen and nobody knows what the fuck brought us to the point that we need to go blow some shit up. That kind of points me in the direction of this is bullshit. Cause mm-hmm. if it was legit, if it was legit, like if there was really some shit that he was about to do, if I'm Donald Trump, that's some shit that I fucking, it's a big joker. I throw that shit out on the fucking table. Yeah, this thing was about to blow us up. Boom, boom, boom. These are the fucking plans. I thwarted that shit. I'm Superman. And then you look good. But that's not the case. He just wanted to blow some Iranians up. And that's how it looks to me. Cause we've waited way too long for some information to come out. And if and if information does come out, I'm going to be skeptical about that because like the fuck took you so long. I think the closest thing I heard to trying to trying to be credible was Pence trying to tie Solami. I don't want to mess his name up, but tied him to 9/11, which I found to be oh my god, that shit was repugnant. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they're just making shit up to to try to make things make sense. But this was this was completely unnecessary. Well, they're trying to tie the nine eleven because nine eleven. There are clauses that we have that what is it the AUMF or whatever the fuck the acronym is that allows anything that's tied to nine eleven to allow the president sweeping powers to blow shit up. So if it's tied to nine eleven, it's good for the president because he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. If it's not tied to nine eleven, it's kind of Article One, Article Two sort of shit, which is still kind of gray, but. You know, that's a discussion between the president and Congress. And I think that's one of the reasons why the president didn't notify Congress from a bipartisan standpoint on what I'm about to do. So I think he's in one of those ask for forgiveness instead of ask for permission sort of uh, modes, which is really his default mode. And it's also kind of crazy because I can't think of much besides probably his fucking tax returns that this motherfucker would know about that nobody else knows about. Like, we're way too far down the road now for him to be pulling that smartest motherfucker in the room act. Like, that's been um, proven wrong time and time again. So, hopefully he's not just, like, gone rogue, but he's gone rogue on so much other shit. I mean... But this right here absolutely takes the cake. So I mean, think about it. You have we have not heard from the IC on this at all. Not one person from the IC has said anything. Well, right. well, ha- and uh, the IC is the intelligence community. Like a lot right. of the a lot of the motherfuckers don't even exist. I, I don't even think we have a DNI right now. But like nobody said, "Hey man, y'all chill out." Like there was some shit that happened. Didn't we don't have a what right now? A DNI. A DI, which is. Well, uh, Director of National Intelligence? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> Come on. We, we're on a podcast here, man. Not just talking to your intelligent friends. If you don't know what them fucking of course I, Of course, I know. Because you're a fucking, fucking, fucking genius, so we know you know. But if you, I mean, yeah. I mean, you should know. I mean, you should know who these people are. Cause we're not going sh- to shame our listeners. No, so I'm not. No, know. I'm not Chef shaming just them. just said he didn't know. No, I'm not shaming them. This okay. is. This is kind of a homework assignment for the beginning of 2020 
Like when you see these people walk across a motherfucking stage or walk on TV, you should know who they are and what they do. Because you should expect certain things to come out of their fucking mouth. And if you don't know that these people, first off, what the acronyms are, but secondly, like what the fuck these people do or that they have a role that they're supposed to do, it's easy for you to get confused or jaded or fall into conspiracy theories because you like, well, this nigga just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. It's like, mm, he really is, but he, he's really not. Because there's X, Y, and Z motherfuckers in the background that are really doing that work. So, so when Iraq um, found out, oh boy, I bombed you, saying they did what you just did, like, mm. and then like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it plans. I think I think the Iraqis were really were really taken aback because they had to choose between mom and dad. Because it's like, this is our ally. The Americans are our ally, but. I'm next, and and this is what the this is what the prime minister said. He's like, but I'm neighbors with these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we cool, but you're like thousands of miles away. I got to deal with this nigga every day, and he's fucking shit up. And for Iraqi self preservation, I mean, they kind of gotta fuck with the Iranians. And it's not like I mean, America and Iraq can't shoot marbles together, so it's not like we that tight where they gotta fucking rot with America. They can easily rot with. Iraq, I mean Iran or other motherfucking parties and like and still be straight. Like they don't really need America as long as they got an ally that's gonna have their back. So basically that's really all they care about chicken fingers with them. Yeah, they ain't they ain't chicken fingers with them niggas. Somebody did the whole that that redid that scene from um next Friday where Day Day was yelling at Craig and he's like, You don't even live here, I see these niggas every day. Like he was like <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's real though, man. It is real. Because I mean, yeah. By the time you got over here, they'd be done already whooped my ass. So <laughs> yeah. you gotta you gotta make some business decisions. Yeah. But also to that end, and I kind of just did it myself, so that was fucked up on my part. But we, as a social media community, make everything a fucking joke. Like, this shit was all the jokes until they fired them fucking missiles today. You know what I'm saying? Which, personally, these foreign countries, they have supreme credibility with me. Like, they don't just be talking that shit. They just, they, whatever. Like, if they say they're going to fuck some shit up, they fuck it up. And I remember my homeboy, we graduated high school together, and he um, went out to the Army. And then when he came back, he was like, he really realized that the difference between him and the enemy fighters was he was like, I'm just doing this shit for a job. But for them, it's like religion and like thousands of years of fucking pent up aggression and shit. So they are always going to take it more seriously. And it, it was just kind of insensitive to a point people, you know, making jokes about, um, you know, all I wanted was a charger and all this shit. Same old jokes you always see, which are more funny in peacetime. But, like, you know, it's a young lady uh, that's on my timeline and kind of been following the story where her daughter graduated high school last year. She went to a boot camp. She graduated, all that stuff. And then today she was like, my daughter texted me, like, she might be getting deployed. She's only 19. She was like, I'm sick. You know what I'm saying? And nobody really saw this shit coming like it just kind of popped out of nowhere so your heart goes out to people like that because this shit is anything but a joke and a game absolutely yeah 
I think uh, Wood Wood posted that like if they kill five thousand of us and we kill ten thousand of them, they still win. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, this is like like you said, it's like life for them. You know what I'm saying? If it, as many as they can take out, then that's that's a win for them. Um, but yeah, but going back to kind of like full circle. Like these young people growing up now, they don't really live in reality. They live in black Twitter. They live in Instagram. <laughs> they live in all these other places where you can talk about a motherfucker and not get punched in your shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. I grew up at a time that, like, if word got around you talk about somebody, somebody going to see you sooner or later and, like, put their hands on you. But these motherfuckers have the fucking cloak of the fucking internet to say whatever they want to say to whoever every day and call them fucking trolls. You know what I'm saying? So they troll to the point where they 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 want to get seen and everything's funny and I want to be the funniest person on Twitter not realizing like you said it's like people their age really getting deployed and have to go overseas and you know what I'm saying have to deal with that shit. So and, yeah, it's, it, and it's I, crazy. I think a lot I, of people only look at that as like a life or death thing. Like, oh, they're getting deployed and they might die. But like, that's not the only thing that comes with being deployed. Like people who are in, people who get deployed at like combat zones and stuff, they have like one of the highest rates of divorce like ever. You know what I'm saying? If you're like really combat arms and shit, like you're uh, a real ass kicker and shit, like, you can, like, motherfuckers, like, got, like, 70, 80%, like, divorce rate, like, they, you know, 82nd Rangers, 82nd Airborne Rangers, shit like that, because you're always gone, you know what I'm saying? Like, people getting deployed, they don't have to have ever have been shot or even wounded for their lives to still be fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Like, people would, like, just being over there, just seeing shit like that, people come back changed, so it's not just, oh, people are going over there and oh, well, nobody got killed or nobody got hurt. Like, niggas still come back broken. Like, we should try to avoid servicemen and women going over to fight any bullshit-ass battles at all costs. So, yeah. They go through a whole lot, too, just mentally. I mean, let's say, I mean, they do a tour and they, they come back unscathed, like, physically. There's a lot of mental scars. Like, I mean, then the government really, the government doesn't take care of veterans, at all. Um, like, if, more have you my... ever been to a, a VA hospital? Like my grandfather was in World War Two. Yeah, so like uh, just depending on what city, but usually the VAs aren't very good hospitals. Yeah. They you know they they got tricares and shit out there. I mean a lot of people got tricare. You can go to any hospital you want. You know what I'm saying? But like if you got a leg missing or some shit like that, like, you know, the VA is your cheapest option, but like J. Joe said, the, the VA is trash. But nah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are in the military and have been in the military, so you can imagine that's a large, a large right. amount of funding. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot. Again, these are nigga facts. <laughs> Percentage of of homeless people. I mean, you you've seen them are are veterans. You know what I'm saying? Like when I, my grandfather came back, you know, as a black man come back from war, but he was treated like shit. You know what I'm saying? He still had to deal with fucking Jim Crow and shit. So yeah. yeah. But I mean, 
but because he was still proud of what he did, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've always been semi-patriotic in my house because, you know, he was, you know, he would raise the flag 4th of July, and you know what I'm saying? He was proud of, of serving this country, which, you know, made me proud, so... Anyway, man, we got anything else on this motherfucker? Hey, boy, we, hey, boy we, we, we didn't trash the fucking agenda a lot, boy. We... No, we, we we good. We falling, man. Not from a time standpoint, because right now this is a Baptist. We're we on the Baptist church schedule. Well, we are. <laughs> we, we, are let the, we are. We let the spirit move. Right. We are <laughs> positive. Yeah. yeah. We definitely let the spirit move. We are nowhere close to the offer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for now for the AB selection, <laughs> niggas in Ghana for New Year's. Was it for the fucking? It's always for the fucking. <laughs> First what's of a, all, what's a holiday without? First fucking? of all, n- niggas, uh, we're gonna say that was like 90% women that went Thank to Ghana. It was, I think, black people. I, mean, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, 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 it was like niggas in Paris, but right, know, but I, I want to differentiate between men, niggas, and black people, niggas. And it wasn't just black people, it was black women, and they were going. As girl trip groups, and I think they were down there looking for Mandingo warriors. I think that this new "Let Me Go Back to the Motherland," whatever, blah blah blah. I think women going down there to get to get fucked. I think this is what the the black women have been whispering, and I think they let let it all out. Y'all let it out too quick, like. Back in the day, when Essence did that little uh, article on black men going to Brazil, back in the day, and they were like, "Oh, that's why y'all going, y'all ladies, y'all y'all didn't play by the rules. Y'all took too many pictures. Y'all were dancing with too many Africans, and you know, let me massage your shoulders, please come here. Oh that. yes, that, and all that. Like where y'all get all this, all this African garb from? And y'all trying to take two or three pictures." And museums and shit, and with the kids. But at night, we knew what y'all were doing. We, uh, we, we didn't. We, we all knew what yeah. y'all. Were doing. Yeah, it was getting the love of the Black Panther. <laughs> the thing is, so I was at um, the homie Ronnie had a house party, so I was at his house. I'm sitting on the couch, uh, and I started talking to um, somebody, whoever was sitting next to me, and she was like, "Yeah." Um, I'm so jealous. All my friends are going to Ghana. I was like, I'm like, what's happening in Ghana? You know what I'm saying? I didn't know shit about it. And she was like, Well, wait, wait, wait. before you go past that, did no niggas know? Like, no black right. man knew that that yeah. the Ghana triples on. But go ahead. So it was just all it was just in the group chat. So they were. She's like, Yeah, I'm so mad. I'm going to. I'm gonna miss it. I was like, I was like, What you talking about? Like. Like niggas going to Ghana. I was like, Yeah, the homegirls they was all going and da da da, and I missed it. And I'm like. And she showed me a website, I guess. I forgot the name of it, Return, The Return, or something like whatever they called it. But I think so it was she, called The Return of the Mac. Yeah, I think that is what it was. So <laughs> she showed me the website for The Return of the Mac, and I was like, man, I didn't know nothing about this. And I'm thinking, like, it's just like something local that women in Orlando was doing. No. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong! Oh no, my brother, it was nuts. Every it was every, black witch. Every witch, rich black woman I I I know went to fucking Ghana. Well, some po- polls is that too now? Hmm. Polls was that too now? 
Oh, it was some poor ones? Yeah. I didn't get the Ghana. Shit, I don't know. So what I think it was was one of those glitches, I think, that happened. Glitch, and I think it was a glitch somewhere. So and y'all think it, niggas can only travel when it's a glitch fair? Not, not niggas. <laughs> um, that, that's not the only reason. Some, it was some, <laughs> we just said how the poets got We were supposed to start off positive in 2020. Niggas ain't going I mean, yeah. a glitch fair. But the thing is, you write like so. All I saw in like the little Instagram videos, cause I was I was doing my research. I was I was learning. I saw these sweet Ghana mansions with pools in them. Everyone had a mansion with a pool, um, and it, and in the daytime they fed children. I'm like Ghana ain't even fucked up like that. Where you find all these these struggling children? But anyway, they fed the children in the daytime, but then at night it was just pool parties and. And clubs, and everyone was drinking a lot of uh, Prosecco and Rosé. You know what I'm saying? Like, really getting their life. Every night, and every night, it was just, it was like, the, the scene looked the same. It was like a bunch of women in the middle, and a bunch of niggas surrounding them, ready to African. pounce. So, are there are there struggle... African like, niggas. Are there, like, struggle resorts? Like, there's a nigga who his day job is to act like he's struggling, and he get, like, a check? Like, just to take shit from you? Could you we say got, like uh, nobody's struggling in Ghana? I thought Ghana was straight. Like everyone I know from Ghana, kind of straight. So I, I've never even when I see pictures of Ghana, I was ne- I've never seen. Any, I think they, I think niggas might have went to like the equivalent of fucking Southside, Polk County, Southside Ghana. Yeah, they went like the Polk County Ghana or Southside Ghana because they they would they were in the same place. Everyone was at the same place, but then they would go to the country. But even the kids, it wasn't like the kids. The kids was full. They was grooving. They was dancing and shit. And they was like, we feeding these children. I think the children are straight. Are you just like working at a daycare or something? Like, I know what the fuck they were doing. It was kind of like what white folks be doing, but like the kids didn't need it. So so that was about to be my next question. So like, okay, feeding the children is one thing, but why do we have to dance with the children too? I don't think they had to dance with the children. I think the children was like... We're we're really happy. Like I think they were just like normal kids. But like, everybody's dancing. Like I see every everybody who goes to Africa to kick it with the kids uh-huh. dances with the fucking kids. Ain't nobody ever went to fucking like you said. Ain't nobody ever went to Polk County and danced with the niggas in Polk County. <laughs> the hell, I haven't been to Polk County dancing with children. Niggas go to Polk County. I think that's how they. I think that's how they. I think that's how they greet them. And I think like what? Not that's how racist. Nah, dog. This is what happened, man. Everybody, everybody has been doing it. It's just like we all we're laughing because we all know that scene. So it would be the same thing. Like if we went, it just it's kind of like that stereotypical thing to do. I think right. because I think the other thing I is, the, I think the white people like it. I think they started doing it for white people, and we wasn't traveling there. So when the white people come and they start beating the drums, beat the drums, beating the drums, and the black kids start dancing, the white people are like, oh, let me give you some money and give you some of this and some of that. And like they're like, well, this shit been working. Fuck, let's just go ahead and keep the groove going whenever they have guests. So, yeah, it's like the, it's just like the touristy thing to do. Um, I believe I don't, I don't think whatever you're doing in Africa requires dancing, but I think that's what people do, and it's just. Stereotypical thing. So you wouldn't dance if you were there. I'm not I'm saying that. Dancing. I'm hella dancing. Like whatever they do with them drums, I'm 
I'm right. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, to beat on the drum and I'm going to do whatever the fucking imagine, they do. Imagine how they hate niggas though. So like so you talked about the white people. So if I dance, right. the white people will give me some candy, some food, and some money and some shit. But niggas don't do that. I dance at the nigga. The nigga go dance with me. Dance right back <laughs> at you, yeah. I, I, actually, I'm going to try to outdance that nigga. And we'll just see. That's all you going to get from me is a serve, nigga. I'm going to try to serve you right here. That's, this rig, that's, the other, that's the other thing, too. Like, so you say like, white people dancing and giving them money. Niggas just dancing and they just walk off. <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> like, let me stop. Let me stop, nigga. <laughs> So, uh, let me stop, let me stop. Right. Alright, alright, alright. Yeah. So, I mean, all that shit factors in, man. But we're getting away from the real subject. It, it, these women, like, did nobody want to invite they, they dude to this Ghana trip? Like, I didn't see now one group of niggas nowhere, like, like American niggas or couples at all. It was all girls going down dark alleys to some remote dance party so we don't have to figure, figure this shit out well we got to figure it out but if anybody who went wants to come on here and dispel what we think feel free the job i always want to tell us we wrong yeah i don't know what y'all talking about it's culture so I saw <laughs> it's culture so i saw this article um from a, a, a Ghana preacher, like I guess he's like the the mega church pastor in Ghana, and he was saying these American bitches gotta get the fuck out of here because y'all fucking in public on the beaches, y'all sucking dick on beaches and shit, and y'all bitches gotta get the fuck out of here with your nasty ass. That nigga went in. Did I? I posted this shit. Did y'all see that shit? I saw. I ain't click on it. That nigga mad. was mad. He was yelling so loud that the reverb made him inaudible. Like. He was like, y'all need to get the fuck out of Ghana today. Y'all took our sweet um, Christian um, Ghanaians and, and made them all whores like y'all. Like, it was all bad. And it was mad. That's what we do. That is what we do. <laughs> I didn't get what the problem was, but they was like, don't come back. Don't bring our black asses back to Ghana. Niggas show up to everything like it's fucking Daytona. Like, what's up, nigga? We here. They, they, they basically made they black beach in, in fucking Ghana. I mean, based off everything I saw. But that's the thing, like, niggas will go, like, out the country, like, thinking, like, all right, yeah, just going to get some culture, and then, like, the first night hits, and then, like, oh, man, these drinks hitting kind of hard, and I'm not in America, so that's the first night. Then the second night, you wake up, somebody, you have a chef or something when you're rich, you get the chef in one of the mansions, you're eating good, the weather's nice, you're scantily clad, you're on the beach, and then, like, that second night when them drinks hit and you see that sunset, Hey, well, them hormones start start yeah. to kick it yeah. in, and niggas and niggas still try niggas be trying to fuck some after that yeah. second night, boy. Steph is showing us something. I asked somebody. They said they were just going to. Um, they said they were just going like kicking it for the festival. They was like it wasn't a sex sexcation or whatever. All vacations are sexcations. What? All vacations are sexcations. You and your old lady go to Rome, that's a sexcation. You go to Rome by yourself, you a single person, that's a sexcation. You gonna go... Especially going to a festival out of the country? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're definitely trying to beat something. How is, how is fucking not a part of vacation? Like, that's... 
Do, no, we, need it's to, a part of do it. we need to go back to the do we need to go back to the episode where I explain why you need to get that nut out early in the vacation? Do we need to go back to that? I forgot yeah, what you let me back up. I, I should say sex tourism, not like just going on a yeah, trip. This is okay. I'm sorry. I, I used the wrong uh fucking word. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, either way, I think I, I, I'm wondering if this is going to be a thing every year. I feel like it's not. I feel like niggas fucked up Ghana for everybody. No, I think but, it's going to continue to be a thing because I think, I mean, even still, I mean, even if it is a fucking vacation, there's still culture that rubs off on people. And I mean, everybody who goes to Africa that I've seen gets the bug and they're like, oh, I want to go to Joburg or I want to go to. I want to go to Nigeria now. Like I, I don't know nobody who's been to Africa and be like, well, fuck this shit. I'm never going back to this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think it's going to continue. It may not be Ghana. It may be something else next year. And other cities are going to... I mean, I think Africa, the African cities that are developed enough for Americans to come there and not lose their shit are going to start thinking more how the Bahamas and St. whatever the islands are are going to start thinking and attract more Americans to come and be tourists and infuse more money into their cities. Yeah. Well, I think the the issue that we're kind of running into now is <clears throat> it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the crossing over of the decades. There was once upon a time when some of that stuff was out of reach. So then you had that initial wave of people who now – they feel like they can get to the Bahamas and Jamaica and all that shit relatively easy. Then those people moving on to Europe. Then, you know, might have got a little raise or something. Might not have to get the motherfucking gas station coffee. Now we drinking Starbucks or whatever. And then it's like, oh, yeah, fuck Europe. You know, y'all should be trying to go to Africa to get your passport game up and all that. And yep. then it turns back into the travel shaming yep. and all of that kind of stuff. So this hopefully will inspire some people all jokes aside outside of glitch fairs i've never really seen um a favorable african fair um that made sense for me at the time or whatever but you know maybe one day i've always said i want to get to africa but to me I also enjoy doing stuff in other places. Like, I enjoy going to Jamaica. I like the fact that uh, places in London have good shopping and casinos and all of that, which I'm sure Africa probably got all that same stuff, too. So, it's a matter of, like, branching out. But Nigga, people, I, still, I still enjoy going to Houston and shit. Like, <laughs> definitely enjoy Houston, Atlanta, D.C., Charlotte. Like, I, I enjoy regular stuff, too. Some niggas yeah. skipped the whole lot of time. You don't fuck the ones? Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm trying to get back to New Orleans, actually. I just need a kind of a reason. Cool, cool. I don't live here, so there's not a reason to come visit me or nothing. So that's cool. Anyway, what's next? I need a reason. (laughs) Nigga said, what's next? (laughs) Motherfucker. You don't try to be one reason, like any. Anything to come to do all uh, it's outside of my patterns, man. You gotta you gotta keep your patterns and uh, stuff. No, that that is a thing, J Joe. Like you have to have a reason. I can't or, get up one day and be like, yeah, you know, I'm about to go to New Orleans, about to go fuck with this nigga JJ. Like, I feel like a king cake today. Who's that's the, not that's not even a good reason. Who, who's the bitch, Linwood? <laughs> who's the bitch? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if you do anything that deviates from the code, it got to be a chicken bomb. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm about to go to Burger King. Oh, what happened to the bitch at McDonald's? Right. Damn, I, mean, right. I just want a Whopper today. I just want my shit right. out the flame and not. I want to taste right. taste the fire. Nigga, you the, you ain't uh, never bought Kentucky Fried Chicken, nigga. Uh uh-uh. Right. I actually, I'll tell that story out there though. I had some funny shit like that happen to me, and that shit was so fucking dumb. Like, <clears throat> I always I try to be diplomatic about shit, but that day I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Like, I was just really fucking confused. No, oh, like that should be like, like one of those memes. Like how chicks always go to like, uh, no, nah, you must, you must have said that to your other bitch, or it must have been some other bitch you told that shit to. Right. Like right. nigga, I've been with you for like fourteen years, nigga. I can't even like if I, I told you, nigga. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the whole. Like at some point, it's gotta. Stop it! No, I, I really think I told you or <laughs> nigga a Jimmy. Goddamn, ain't right? but two motherfuckers in the world. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was you, nigga. Goddamn, maybe you don't remember. Just because right. can't never, motherfucker can't never forget that though. Right. You don't think that maybe I told you just forgot? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. All right, you forgot. Not must be a fact. That's what it is. Yeah. Anyway. So that's a good that's a good segue. Um, joint Facebook pages. Uh, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, joint Facebook pages. That shit ain't got nothing to do with like a business or something. It's really stupid, just on a surface level. Because like I have um, I have a cousin. Well, I guess it's two of them that share husband and wife share a Facebook page, and it should be so crazy because. I can't always tell who's posting, and then I, I don't know how to respond because I don't know who the fuck I'm talking to. I don't even so, do joint bank accounts, so you know I ain't fucking with a joint Facebook page. Same. Did did you do, do have have any has, have any of you ever polled the people with joint Facebook pages like like pulled the nigga to the side? I was like, Why? the nigga never wants to have a joint Facebook account. So let's just it's never the nigga's idea. Let's just. Let's just stop it right there. It, no nigga wants a joint Facebook account. So let's just end it there. You don't have to poll the nigga. The nigga's going to say, nah, dog, what my idea? Like, she, no, she I, don't that. Wanna, I don't want to. That's not what I want to know, though. I want to know why. Well, ah, from the dude's I'm perspective gonna, or from her perspective? I'm going to chalk it up to insecurity. That's that's the reason that I always hear people give like, um, basically somebody was cheating on somebody or something like that. I don't necessarily think that's the case. Um, the demographic that I see with it the most are like older people. Like, well, my cousin ain't that much older than me. He might be ten years older than me. I mean, shit. Just for simple math, let's say he might be fifty, um, which I don't think you know, is old enough because at someone who's 50, chances are you work with computers on your job and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just curious, though, how the shit works. Like, do you have hours? Like, I can get on from 12 to 3, then you get I on. I think the nigga ever gets on. So, like, the, the I think there's one dude I know, like, it said his name first. So I thought it was like 
mostly him until I saw that was posted and it was like, oh no, nigga, that's her all the time. So I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and do this with y'all. <laughs> and I just was like, nah, I'm just gonna unfriend that. I can't I can't run do that because you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. Right. So definitely don't. I mean no disrespect for anybody to anybody who has a joint Facebook page. I mean you can always hit us up and ask and tell us why you did it, especially if you're a dude and it was your idea. But I, I just, uh, I don't know. Unless it's like I said, unless it's a business, I don't understand why you're doing it. And yeah. somebody was telling me about a joint page and it had like the funniest name, but I can't remember right now. Like they, like it's it was free, like, like it's free to get a page. Everybody got you know a phone. Like it's not a situation where like, well, we only we share a laptop or something. Like it's really is no point in that shit. I don't, I don't get it. Are there like embarrassing pictures of the nigga, or the nigga like like the nigga is constantly humiliated in the photographs and videos? Nah, nah it, the I one think... I had, it was mostly her. Like she was taking like selfies and posting. It. The page yeah. that I'm referring to is otherwise normal. It's just that like, is if it ain't no picture, like okay, so um, the wife had posted something where it was basically like throwback Thursday. I used to be a beast on the court, blah, blah, blah. So if I had just read that arbitrarily, I might have thought it was the dude. But then she posted a picture in like a basketball uniform. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's her. And I don't know shit about her and her basketball career. So now I can't comment. Where if it had just been that shit, then I might have been like, yeah, boy, I remember you dunked on them niggas from range that time. I'm like, oh, nah, this ain't him. This me. Then You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing. It's really aggravating as fuck. Really, true uh, Yeah, I, I, I don't think I know too many people that do do the joint accounts. I, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. I don't, really don't want to lose no friendships because I indict niggas and talk bad about them. So you fight dykes on it. No, I would no. never do that. No, but, he, he, oh, fuck, so. he fucked dykes. Right. We forgot. He's he a stud lover. <laughs> but anyway, I think they call them stud muffins. But anyway, I, I guess. No, they're stud muffin. You love the stud in the muffin. That's what I'm saying. You're a stud lover. Oh, so, none of y'all. So, basically, though, what I'm hearing is nobody would ever have a uh, joint. Facebook. No, I, I, no. no, I dissolve the whole fucking relationship. No. I, I'd rather just not have a Facebook page, <laughs> or I just create a Facebook page for Greg Bradley and move forward. You know, like, <laughs> I need to say fuck the fallout. Huh? Dissolve the whole fucking relationship. Stamp your finger like Thanos, nigga. That right. shit. <laughs> Throw the whole relationship away, basically. Okay, so what? Um, I know everybody was on break. What? What are? What? What's the shit niggas been watching on TV? Um, I guess like I guess we could use this as a time to give suggestions to the listeners. Um, show that we have um various things that we like to watch on TV. Right, right, right. Let me get a twenty. We are an hour and a half into the podcast. Oh, this is an hour and a half podcast. We're an hour and a half into the podcast right now. How many? How many oh, more shit. shits we got left? That's it. But you don't have to take my word for it. 
we love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. With all due respect, uh, we talked a lot about um, holiday season and the things that we kind of noticed that changed over the decade and things that we expected to go into the new decade. And one of the things that I noticed so recently, uh, my grandmother uh, moved in with my mom and my dad that live kind of down the street from me. So I see her a lot now. Uh, she's lived in Sarasota most of her life. But now she's got like advanced stage uh, dementia. So some days she remembers me, some days she doesn't remember me. So it just takes a lot of work. She's also, she she had a stroke and she went blind. So she, she requires a lot of care. And it's just kind of different to see your loved ones like requiring that sort of, that sort of support, you know. And I see my mom and my dad having to support her. And then I in turn have to support them. And we have a lot of tough conversations like, well, you know, if me and your mother ever get this way, you know, we kind of want you to do this, that, and the third. Then they start asking, telling you to go to the safe and buy the paperwork and shit like that. It's just real sobering conversation as you get older. And we talked about our 30s and shit like that, how you really grow up fast. I mean, this is just one of the times in my life where I have to grow up fast because a lot of responsibility is going to be put on, you know, different members of my family to support not only my mom and my dad, but, um, but of course, you know, them and their parents, you know, I mean, life is, life is definitely cyclical and a cyclical thing. Um, but I said all of that to mean, I, I look on the internet and I see a lot of people that they just get hung up on bullshit. Like I see relationships and people, you know, we get to the work share conversation like, ah, well, you know, he's not a good nigga because he don't cook or he don't clean up the kitchen and shit like that. And all of that shit is really so fucking small in the grand scheme of things in life, man, like people that are married, people that are in relationships, you have to be there for each other. Like when people bury their mama and their daddy, or like when they have to take care of their mama and their daddy, like there's so much serious shit that you have to be there to support a person for that is so much bigger than like dishes and chores and shit. So it's hard for me to even get involved in conversations like those, but it seems like those are the conversations that we have the most. But I just want to encourage people in this new year, man, like when you're going through this, you're courting, you're dating, and you're looking for that person, like look for values and qualities that are going to sustain you both. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who's loyal, somebody who somebody who wants to share their life with you, somebody you can grow old with. And none of that has to do with fucking dishes. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can work that shit out or get a fucking maid. Like that shit is like a 20 minute conversation to have. But I just wanted to put some shit in perspective for you, you know what I'm saying, about life. You know what I mean? A lot of the shit that we focus on is really small potatoes. But at the end of the day, somebody can be sick and somebody can be dying. And those are the things we need to focus on. And those are the things that you need to save your strength for, not the bullshit. With all due respect. All right. With all due respect, um, I've got like three quick things. Uh, first thing is that. We hear a lot of you ladies talk about beer gang and oh that nigga got a beard and he looks so good with a beard and this nigga got a beard blah 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 blah. Um, I don't think y'all show enough love to the niggas who are attractive without beards. Um, niggas who grow beards, you know, 
they hide like 50% of their face. You know what I'm saying? Like you get attracted to it because all you see is a nigga's eyes and the hair on his fucking chinny chin fucking chin. And this is not coming from a nigga who can't grow a beard because currently I do have somewhat of a beard. Fuck y'all. Um, but yeah, ladies, y'all should show the niggas who are attractive without beards love too. Second thing, new year, new fucking me. I'm with it. I say this every year, even though I think this is our second year on the podcast. I don't know. This might be our second New Year's episode, whatever. But um, it's okay to go ahead and set goals for the year. You get a lot of New Year uh, goal shamers and, oh, you're going to be the same nigga you were last year. Blah, blah, blah. You're not going to lose weight. You're not going to read a book every month. Fuck them people. At least try, you know. It's all about effort. Perfection isn't the goal, but progression is. So guess what? If you read six books this year instead of 12 and you didn't read any last year, you're still a better person this year than you were last year. So don't let niggas get in the way of your progression. And the last thing is uh, this is a new year. Uh, Again, I want to appreciate everybody who has been sticking with us shout out to anybody who's been there since episode one all the way to episode 90 uh we fuck with y'all if you haven't listened to episode one up to episode 90 don't do that shit because like the first five were trash um but uh we really do appreciate y'all man when i went home i was in a room with five people who listen to the podcast every week and um they didn't know each other, but they all listen for different reasons. I, I told some people, some people I'm friends with or whatever, but they all enjoyed it. And I got my first person that was in the Jason Hive. And I mean, the first woman who was in the Jason Hive uh, over Christmas break. And I appreciate her. And I gave her a T-shirt. So hopefully she takes a picture in that T-shirt and throws up to Jay. Even though I don't know how you throw up a J with your hands, with all due respect. With all due respect, uh, touched on it earlier in the podcast, but a lot of us um, that are of a certain particular age, you know, we was taking over with cash money for the 99 in 2000. It is uh, seriously time to start thinking about your retirement and your future plans. Um, also ran across a couple of articles today. Uh, things are changing with some of the laws as far as how 401ks are paid out to beneficiaries and um, new W-4 withholding forms coming out. Tax season is around the corner. So, you know, while you're making jokes about what people are doing with their taxes, make sure you got all your stuff, stuff uh, set up straight and properly and that it benefits you. Uh, somebody else may like more taxes taken out. Some people like let like less taken out or whatever. But all that stuff is really on an individual basis. It's not like, and we all do it. That's why I'm saying it. But you can't just ask your homeboy like, "Hey, how your shit set up?" And then mimic that because you know you might not have the same kids or the same properties or the same write offs and all of that stuff. So supporting them, um, you know, be on top of your finances and. Make sure you know what's going on uh, in the world around you and how that stuff is germane to your own personal world. So um, just, you know, be mindful of that and 
make whatever little last minute moves you can make real quick before um, tax season rolls around and set yourself up for the future. With all due respect. With all due respect, uh, I think it's just good to know. So as far as our listeners, in 2018, we had about 39,000 listens, 39,000 plus listens over that span of that year. Over in 2019, we had 54,000 plus listeners. Um, and, you know, obviously we're, we're definitely happy with that. Um, with the increase, um, it, it seems more and more often that we're getting listeners that aren't our friends, like people that we know intimately, like, I mean, we're your friends, but we don't know y'all and that's great. You know what I'm saying? So we, we, uh, I want to express appreciation for that. I mean, we're in episode 90. Um, this is a big year for us potentially because I mean, we're at the point where it's time to, to grow and do bigger things as a podcast. So, um, we definitely, again, appreciate the support. If you all have friends who own businesses or looking to seek sponsorship, um, I mean, looking for looking to sponsor us, we're open. Um, you reach us, um, through our, our Instagram or our Facebook pages, uh, with all due respect, with a K, uh, and we look forward to hearing from you all. I mean, this this is a great opportunity to, for us to build, and we we have a lot to share in terms of the content that we have, and and we just hope you are excited about 2020 like we are, with all due respect. 